Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of water. I want to chat with you today about the healthcare system and burnout and workplace wellness programs and ideas that I have for that in order to help minimize, reduce, or prevent the progression or seriousness of burnout. So when I think of the healthcare system right now, when I reflect on the healthcare system, I think of it as almost two healthcare systems. We have the healthcare system in which we as providers are providing care for vulnerable patients who are sick and in need. But I also look around me every day and I also am on social media often and I chat with colleagues you know, outside of work too and I'm talking in private sector as well. And I can't help but feel that there's also a healthcare system that is threaded uh, between healthcare providers. And I can't help but feel the sense of urgency to help my colleagues and my peers because I see the weight of the world and it's so heavy right now in this world. When we think about the pandemic that we started dealing with that universally shut the world down and caused an influx in mental health needs and addictions especially and then we have a social revolution happening right now as well with respect to injustices and inequality and these are conversations that need to be had and it's a wonderful thing that it's happening but it's all at once and whether stress is positive or negative it's still stress and it's still pressure on the system and all of these matters are affecting the healthcare system and more importantly its foundation of providers so what do we do right let's review for a moment uh, we have burnout and there's basically 
components of burnout. The first one is exhaustion. And exhaustion is basically when you feel as if what you're investing is more than the satisfaction that you're receiving from doing so. Two is cynicism. When you start to feel more negative about your work, you have a negative um, outlook on things. Three, depersonalization. That's when you start to become irritable towards your colleagues, but also your patients. And four is a lack of uh, felt personal achievement. You start to basically feel like a failure and that nothing you do matters. And those are various, very serious components that can ebb and flow throughout a healthcare professional's day, week, month, year. So it's not always just one thing, um, depending on the environmental stressors that are happening at work, but also your personal life stressors. And the research shows that workplace wellness programs have an impact on burnout that they that organizations that implement workplace wellness programs have seen you know a reduction in burnout among their professionals resulting in less workmen's uh, compensation claims less sick times um, and increased retention and obviously and the most important thing decreased risk to the patient but i'm going to go off the cuff here and for a moment and this is just my own theory i just want to make it clear that I'm not representing anybody or anything um, when it comes to my ideas, thoughts, and reflections. But I think no workplace wellness program can work unless it's flexible and autonomous to the healthcare professional. So let me repeat that. I don't think any workplace wellness programs will work unless they are autonomous and flexible to the professional. So in other words, the professional has to be invited to use these um, initiatives, to use these tools, um, but they should be able to do them at their own time. And I think that, you know, it could also be used during, during paid time. So if you're an employee, you know, if you're still going to be productive at the end of the day and your, your patient care is, is still fantastic and your outcomes are great and patient satisfaction is great and there's reduced risk there to your patients, why not? Why not, um, why not do it during your work time? I actually think it would improve productivity. That's just me. Um, but that's my first and foremost disclaimer there is that I think it has to be flexible and it has to be autonomous. So ideas of workplace wellness programs. So one thing you can think about um, are thinking about programs that are proactive in nature overall. So with burnout, and this is why I started my one-to-one coaching program. I started this program with healthcare professionals to help align their careers with their passion and purpose because they're feeling overwhelmed. And I don't want healthcare professionals to get to the point where they do need medical attention uh, from a, a professional when in reality, all they needed were tools and strategies along the way and someone to hold them accountable and check in with them. Um, to prevent them from you know, falling off track completely and having to take time off work and having to get um, more, more serious medical attention. So side note, if you're interested in learning more about my coaching, please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram. Uh, my handle's at bestobsessed underscore with underscore Jen, and I can just send you and we, more information about it and we can chat about any questions you might have there.
So workplace wellness programs have to first and foremost be proactive. We have to think preventatively when it comes to burnout, okay? We don't want to start reacting to burnout. When you start reacting to burnout, it's a lot harder to treat and manage. We want to think proactively. So one way of doing this is by maybe implementing check-ins with your healthcare professionals, with your team, however often you think it needs to be done, whether it's quarterly, whether it's monthly, or whether you have a good rapport with your staff that they come to you and say, you know what, I think I need a check-in. I think I need to figure out what's going on. I'm just not happy. I'm stressed. And I think, it, you know, I, I got to d- dig a little deeper. And what you could do is look at areas of their health and well-being that need attention right now. And I think that's one thing that we don't recognize is that our health is so multifaceted, right? So in some cases, it could be physical health. And then the next day or the next week or the next month, it could be more mental health, emotional health, uh, physical health, um, you know, spiritual health, relationship health, financial health, all of those factors. And you can't tackle all of them unless you're continually checking in. So that just has to be there. And if that could be established, I think that's huge in helping healthcare professionals um, deal with and hopefully overcome the burnout they're in before it gets worse and becomes a medical um, concern. I also think there should be workplace areas that offer quiet, zen-type environments, such as a nap room or a room that's just quiet for someone to go read, for someone to stretch, for someone to practice meditation for a few minutes, whatever it might be. Or you could just go in and listen to loud music if you need to be pumped up and jump around or whatever, but it needs to be kind of their time so that they can rejuvenate. We're, we're working with people all day long, all day long. And I love my colleagues, but I'm working with them all day long and I'm working with my patients all day long. So I'm taking in a lot of people's energy, right? So that 10 minutes throughout your day could be so beneficial in rejuvenating yourself for the next half of your shift, let's say. I also think that a gym is super useful to have um, at a workplace so that staff, whenever they feel like they need time to go and get a workout in and it doesn't have to be a long time to work out again like 10 15 minutes can be super effective on your physical health but also on your mental health and your alertness and your cognitive abilities your creativity and all of that stuff so i think a gym is super useful as well and not to mention finally social connection and interaction allow time for your staff to connect with one another about non-patient care needs, about everyday conversation, because the only people who are going to understand what you're going through as a healthcare professional is another healthcare professional. And so if you have trusted colleagues that you work with, if you have a good rapport with your staff, I think that is so key to unlocking some of the symptoms of burnout and releasing them is having trusted staff that you like going to work with every day. Um, That is so important. And it's such a release of energy when you can just vent and venting is productive it's productive if it's not dwelled upon if it's productive it's if it's expressed if it's processed and if people are trying to just listen 
but offer solutions as well if it's wanted and if it's desired by the person who's expressing them. The other thing about social connections is that it helps to enhance the belonging of staff. Sometimes if staff don't have the opportunity to be among each other, and let's say they're new, right? They don't know where they, they don't know anybody. They don't know their place. They don't know what what feels good and what doesn't. And so I think it's important to have regular social connections with each other to show that everybody belongs here, that we're all in this together, that I see you and that I hear you and I value you as my colleague, my peer, as a healthcare provider to our patients, as a vital part of this team. You know, that's necessary. People need to recognize one another. They need to be recognized and they need to genuinely feel that and hear that and know that what they do and who they are matters. So that definitely needs to be a part of the workplace wellness program as well, an opportunity for staff to engage with one another. So let me know what you guys think. These are just my opinions. Again, these are what the workplace can do in order to meet you where you're at with your own healthcare needs as well. And I can't help but feel that if the two come together and meet each other, that you're just destined for success and we can prevent burnout or at least the severity of it so much so that it could lend itself to a more severe medical issue down the road and permanently or moderately take you out of the profession. Uh, because that's what ha- that's what's happening, right? A lot of people are now leaving the healthcare profession, so it's causing more shortages across the board. And there's got to be a better way. There just has to be, and there always is. So if you guys are with me and you like this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you took a screenshot, shared it to your social, and tagged me. I will do the same and share it as well. And until we chat next time, take care of one another, recognize one another, and just know that we're all in this together and that I see you, I hear you, and I am on this journey with you. If you could please leave a five-star review, leave a comment as well, some genuine feedback. That's what helps me to sit here and provide the message that I do each and every week. And don't forget, guys, to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support. Thank you.